In today's episode, I'm going to tell you what I've been up to lately and the reason for my absence, my views on Black Lives Matter movement and the racial injustice that has plagued this country for far too long. We'll talk about the future of STRs. And lastly, I have some exciting news to share with you all in preview of season two. All right, cue the intro. Welcome to the Hospitality Cash Flow Podcast, where you'll learn how to leverage short-term accommodations using multifamily and residential properties. With over 35 years in hospitality, real estate, technology, and sales and marketing experience, our hosts, Matt Anisis and Noble Crawford, along with an expert panel of guests, invite you to listen in as they share their knowledge, best practices, tools, and resources to help you maximize cash flow using real estate for hospitality. All right, folks, I'm your host, Noble Crawford of the Hospitality Cashflow Podcast. My co-host, Matt Anisis, could not be with us today, but we wish him the very best. All right, so let's dive right in. Now, in case you haven't noticed yet, I have a new sound. So hopefully I sound a little bit more professional, a lot clearer, more crisp. Uh, I've been spending quite a bit of time lately doing a number of different things, but one of those things is updating the studio that I record my podcast in, as well as getting it set up for future uh, video needs that I'll have. And so I'm hoping to, you know, really up the game a little bit with this new setup and, and hopefully you guys like it and it sounds better wherever you're listening, whether it's through your headphones or in the car or whatever the case is. I hope that this sounds tons better. And then following that, I've got some new video gear coming soon. So I look forward to going live with some videos in season two, doing some uh, pre-recorded video as well. So I'm super excited about that. And I just wanted to kind of let you know that that has been one of the things that I've been doing for the last several weeks is really getting the space set up and ready to go. So before I go too far, I want to jump over and I want to address this extremely uh, sad incident, the uh, killing of George Floyd. You know, unless you just don't pay any attention to the news or social media, I'm sure over the past week you've seen and heard so much about this. And so first and foremost, our thoughts and prayers go out to his family. You know, we're, we're hopeful that the cops responsible for his death are brought to justice. All of them, uh, most definitely the primary uh, police officer who had his knee uh, on George's neck, but also the, the, the other cops that were in the vicinity uh, standing by allowing this, uh, this behavior from this police officer. Now I got to tell you as a black man in America, I have a lot of views about this topic of racial injustice, police brutality, and the systematic oppression that black people have faced for decades. Um, I have a lot, uh, you know, I have a lot of thoughts and I have a lot to say about it. And so, you know, quite frankly, and, and from my perspective, enough is enough, right? But here, here's what I want to do though. I want to invite all of, all of you, all of my listeners, um, you know, especially every one of every race, actually, but especially uh, white people, uh, folks that know me, folks that don't know me. Uh, I want to invite you all to jump on over to uh, LinkedIn and read the article that I wrote entitled Black Like Me. Uh, you can look me up in LinkedIn. I'm at Noble Crawford. You spell that N-O-B-L-E Crawford, C-R-A-W-F-O-R-D. 
uh, wrote a, a recent uh, pr- pretty lengthy article. It's probably a 15 minute read. You know, it is a long one. But, uh, you know, in this article, I go into great detail about my personal run ins with law enforcement, racial profiling, uh, being arrested, all of it. And so, you know, I'm asking, please go over there, give it a read and, you know, and please feel free to provide feedback because really, you know, that's the that's that's the only way that we're going to be able to to address all of these issues is through having the tough conversations. And those conversations is what will begin to affect change in this country, which is uh, really, really, really needed. Uh, sad to say. All right, so we're going to switch gears for a minute and talk about what's in store for short-term rentals in the future. And so with so much of this economic uncertainty that we have right now and then health concerns about the pandemic and its future implications, not to mention travel and hospitality, you know, is the STR business still a viable option to generate cash flow? So I believe the answer is a resounding yes. Okay. And there's a couple of reasons why I feel that way. So obviously no one knows what the new normal will look like or how long the recovery process will take. Is it going to take six months? Is it 18 months? I mean, who knows, right? So here's what I do know as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, we have to find new ways to generate revenue, cut expenses and minimize our losses. And, and, and that's frankly how we, we survive. So let me give you a couple examples. So generating revenue. So what does that look like? You know, that can come through a number of different ways. So, you know, maybe you have a property and, you know, everybody has been shut in for, for so long and, uh, and then we're gradually starting to reopen. But, uh, while people are not fully comfortable in some places with, with going out in public and, and still a lot of people are home or, or maybe they're, they've been locked at, you know, locked up at, in, inside their house for, for several weeks and they want to get out to some extent. So maybe they go and look for a local property to stay at, whatever that looks like. There are certain things that you can offer to your guests that are coming to generate some additional revenue. So one of those things is pretty popular for us anyway, are gaming console rentals. And so, you know, you know, giving the, the guests the ability to, you know, rent a PS4 or an Xbox or something along along those lines with some games and generate extra revenue that way. You know, that's one way to do it. You know, you can you could partner with a local restaurant to offer discounted food delivery. You know, obviously there's a lot of food delivery choices, but maybe with the options that are, you know, in different apps they don't come with the built-in discount, you know, or maybe the food options aren't, you know, particularly what someone's looking for. And so you could look to, you know, create a win-win situation for your, your, your company, your, your guest and a local restaurant, you know, that may be struggling and they may be looking for an opportunity to service your clients or get a group of, you know, short-term rental operators to go in together and so that they can generate, you know, enough business for a partnering restaurant to, you know, help make it somewhat more profitable for them as well. So you got to get creative, you know, look at one of our properties, you know, we have covered parking. And so we have covered parking and we have garages. Well, you know, we have a, a number of units in this, you know, particular uh, community 
and the covered parking and garage options are extra. So we pay, you know, our traditional rent, but then we have to pay over and above that for a covered parking unit or a garage unit. And so what we've done as of late, because, you know, this part, this community stays, you know, fairly, you know, busy as, as far as parking availability goes. And so what we've done is as of late is we have offered guests the option of, you know, picking up a reserved or designated parking spot for an additional fee. And, you know, they may come the first night and that may not be something they're interested in. But then when they see that, you know, maybe finding a park is a little bit more difficult than they anticipated, then, of course, they're willing to, you know, pay that fee uh, for, you know, for a reserved parking spot or a covered parking spot. And so so you just have to get creative, you know, look for different opportunities to generate additional revenue. So the next thing is cutting expenses. So. Obviously, like so, so many of you, we've had to pivot our operations and take back a few things that we outsourced previously. You know, so we had to cut a few of our VAs, our virtual assistants that were performing some tasks that, frankly, we could bring back in house, even if on a temporary basis. You know, we've took on some we've even took on some extra cleaning uh, duties. And so, you know, that's certainly not something we want to do long term, but for, you know, for the the cleaners who maybe you have some that weren't fully comfortable, you know, cleaning during this COVID time frame, and that's fine. But we had an opportunity to take take some of that stuff back, uh, you know, in house where where we can manage that ourselves, you know, if only temporarily. But that is a, that is an, an expense that we were able to cut as well. Um, things like ordering and restocking supplies and things like that that we would have traditionally outsourced. We've brought that back in house and maybe there's some services that you don't necessarily have to provide for your guests, you know? So for us, we had to take a hard look. If it wasn't a revenue generating service, you know, we had to ask the question, can we, can we do without this? And so an example of that would be like, so for a lot of our properties, we were providing a YouTube TV, right? So because we don't offer cable or satellite or anything like that, and with the popularity of all the different apps and that are available to to guests, um, we just decided, well, you know, they can have their opportunity to, to log into their apps, but we'll provide YouTube TV, which comes with a number of channels, uh, you know, and, and, and cable channels built in and local TV. Um, but then we, we looked at that and we decided that that's not a revenue generating item for us. Right. So we cut that. We have not had one single complaint since we've cut that service. Now the guests can still log into any of their accounts, Netflix, you know, uh, prime video, uh, you know, just in any Hulu, any number of them, YouTube TV. Uh, but we don't provide any of those services for them. And as a matter of fact, we updated our, our listing information across the multiple platforms and our website to let guests know that, you know, they will have access to 4K, you know, flat screen TVs and and they will have the option to log into the service of their choice. And it has worked flawlessly. A, another thing is uh, minimizing losses. So this one's pretty important. You know, we we've always had a bit of a hybrid approach. You know, I've heard, you've heard probably lately that so many short term rental operators had to pivot their business to switch to longer term bookings. Well, 
from day one, we've had more of a hybrid approach where we would do a combination of long term and short term uh, because we do corporate rentals and corporate housing and we do short term accommodations. And so it was less of a, a, a pivot for us in that regard. But as demand slowed and the supply was still heavy, you know, we found ourselves in a slightly more aggressive battle of pricing with our competitors. You know, so we had to double down on our marketing um, and put ourselves in a position so that we could stand out. And as a result, we've stayed net positive during uh, the COVID crisis, which, you know, I think is, is I'm going to pat myself on the shoulder, but I think it's commendable to be honest, because there are so many operators in this uh, in this industry, in this business that have, you know, dropped out or, you know, decided to give up or whatever the case is. And so, so I'm fortunate and, and grateful that we've been able to, um, to, to maintain uh, a certain level of business. So the bottom line is, is make smart decisions that are in the best interest of your business. And when the dust settles, you'll still be standing. And so, so that's what I wanted to say about that. Now, as I wrap up, I want to talk about something that's really been exciting to me, uh, some exciting news. So again, you know, like I said, I updated the studio, updated the podcasting gear. Hopefully you're digging the new sound. But also with that, we have updated our website. We are launching the newly revised version of the website. If you've gone to it previously, you, it's probably taking you to our Podbean account or perhaps to our, you know, to our coming soon page. But now the website is fully built out. It is a hospitalitycashflow.com. And so we are just ecstatic about that. And then also I wanted to mention that we are going to be launching a new service product coming soon. So most likely, you know, we'll put out some more information about that in season two, but we have a new service product coming that I am excited about. And so uh, stay tuned for that as we provide more information on that. Now, as far as season two goes, boy, we have a lot for you to look forward to in season two. So season one has been a bit of a, a, a you know, kind of us finding our sp space, finding our, our, our zone. We've not been very good about the tempo or the pace of the show, but that is about to change. Uh, it is, is my intention to uh, just make season two uh, exponentially better uh, than this first season, but we're going to be having on more guests uh, we're going to be implementing some video episodes. We're probably going to sprinkle in some live episodes. There's going to be a, an opportunity for us to collaborate with uh, some others on a couple of projects and so much more. So that's coming soon. So we are super excited about that. And so stay tuned for that. Now, big shout out to our season one sponsor, uh, short-term residences, short-term residences providing comfort, location, and entertainment for business and destination travelers in Texas. So check them out. Visit shorttermresidences.com as shorttermresidences with an S.com for more information. Well, folks, we're coming to the end of another episode of the Hospitality Cash Flow Podcast, and we're actually wrapping up season one with this episode. But listen, I just want to thank all of the listeners who have stayed with us through season one. We really appreciate it. So we'll be back in a matter of weeks with an explosive season two. 
Be sure to check out the website, hospitalitycashflow.com, where you can listen to all the episodes and sign up to get notified about our season two launch and also be entered to win some cool prizes. And with that, we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the show. Tune in next week to learn more about using real estate for hospitality cash flow. If you received value from this episode, please leave a rating and review. This helps the show reach more listeners. We truly appreciate your support.